Hi, and welcome to The Travel Show. I'm Chris Robinson, and our destination this week is close to home, but it's a world-class in terms of its beauty, history, and culture. In fact, so much so that its pristine wilderness has been recognised by UNESCO as being of global importance. We're off to the southeast of Ontario to take in the Thousand Islands, truly a gem in the crown of Ontario's tourism offerings. And this area is a mere three hours' drive away, whether you're coming from Montreal or Toronto. And my guest this week is my old friend Catherine Christensen, Executive Director of the Thousand Islands Accommodation Partners. Welcome back to the Travel Show, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. It's always a pleasure to come. Well, the pleasure is all ours, and uh, I think you are actually having a good time uh, right in the heart of uh, Thousand Islands right now, aren't you? I am, in fact, phoning it in, as they say, but um, I am sitting looking at the um, the diamonds sparkling on the Gananoque River and the uh, the lilies uh, blooming, the orange lilies, and it's um, it's pretty pristine and um, gorgeous, yes. A perfect time to be in the Thousand Islands. It's um, absolutely the perfect time. Um, we, we certainly invite people to come year-round, but without a doubt, this is a time that it's warm enough to swim in all the water. The sun seems to shine for the most part, and there are rivers, our streets, everything. There's, they're, they're, just, they're full of people just slowing it down and enjoying what we call paradise. Well, for those listeners who inexplicably haven't been out your way already, let's, let's just explain to them exactly geographically where the Thousand Islands are. Okay, that's so easy. I mean, other than being the center of the universe, we are <laughs> actually um, nestled right in between the three, uh, three of the largest urban regions in Canada. So Montreal, Toronto, and Ottawa. If you find the center point from all those three large cities, that's where the Thousand Islands is. So three hours from Toronto, two and a half from Montreal, and an hour and a half from Ottawa. And the oddest thing is that when you arrive, when you turn off the big highway and come into the, uh, the Gananoque or on the Thousand Islands Parkway, it's funny how it all of that stuff just melts away, and it just becomes this little piece of bucolic wilderness. Oh, I love that. Bucolic wilderness. What a lovely description. And, <laughs> and so perfect. I mean, that's actually also perfect for Gananoque itself, which is right in the, in the heart of Thousand Islands. It certainly is. And it's a very small town. We have 5,000 people in the winter. It burgeons to uh, close to 20,000 in the summer when folks come and uh, stay at their cottages. And the Thousand Islands are, in fact, uh, most of them are privately owned. And most of them do have cottages on. So we do uh, become a little bit larger. But we're a very quiet little town um, that's just got all of these amazing assets for such a small town. Well, let's fill in some of the gaps with our fast facts section of the of the show. Are you up for some rapid-fire questions? Okay, go gentle, though, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be very, very easy with you, starting with this one. How many islands are there in the Thousand Islands? Oh, such a tricky question, Chris. <laughs> so if you're a Canadian, your answer is going to be 1,864. Right. But if you're an American, your answer is going to be 1,871. And that is because we each have different definitions of what an island is. Um, and 
to us, some things that they call islands, we call shoals, because we like a little more vegetation on our rocks. And, of course, on both sides of the river, the rock does have to be out of the water, even the high water mark, so 365 days a year. But nonetheless, there's plenty. <laughs> there's plenty for all to go around. I didn't know there was a different definition uh, the other side of the water. It's funny. We're good friends, but we do differ on that. <laughs> okay, which is the most romantic of oh. all of these 1,864 islands? It's um, uh, an American island, and mm. it's uh, Bolt Castle oh, yes. is the building that's on the island, but the island is called Heart Island, as in Affairs of the Heart, oh. and it originally was Heart Island, as in H-A-R-T, but the gentleman who bought it back in the 1800s was such a romantic that he added the E officially to end. He also actually changed the shape of, an, of the island, adjusted it somewhat so it really looks like a heart from above. <laughs> Lovely, I didn't know that. Okay, what about um, getting there? Do you need a passport? Because it's on the American side that you said. Yeah, it's really, really important. If you want to, and you should... Um, uh, disembark from uh, the boat cruise at Bolt Castle, and that's the only way to get there is by the boat cruise. So um, if you take a five-hour cruise with the Gananoque boat line out of their Gananoque port, they'll take you to Bolt Castle, you disembark, and you go through customs. So you must have your passport, and if you need visa requirements for going into the U.S., you need that as well. So, but they'll check at the um, at the ticket wicket in Gananoque. So nobody's going to be. They're never going to let anybody get on the boat without making sure all the paperwork's in order. So people don't have to stress. It'll get taken care of. But when you come to the Thousand Islands, if you want that experience, and I guarantee that if you come with your sweetheart and you get off the boat at Bolt Castle, you are going to fall in love all uh. over again. Oh, you soft, romantic you. <laughs> I am. Well, if, if you are also afloat with your, your sweetheart and you wish to go to the theatre, how can you do that? Isn't that an interesting question? I don't know where else in the world you can actually go to the theatre by boat, tie up, and if you actually want to, you can even plug in and they'll look after you on an overnight mooring. It's really unusual. And so the Thousand Islands Playhouse is right on the banks of the St. Lawrence, and it does look over the St. Lawrence, and it looks over um, a number of the Thousand Islands. There's one little gap between some of the islands where you can actually see across and you get a little bit of the U.S. mainland, um, and it is a spectacular place to just to be, let alone to have the opportunity to see um, some of the top Canadian actors and uh, playwrights and um, production people uh, do their uh, do their thing. It's it's a phenomenal theater. Fantastic. What did the uh, the native people call the Thousand Islands area? Well, you know, there's a number of um, answers to this question, and the one that I always go with is Garden of the Great Spirit, and that, again, it's rather romantic, and um, it's uh, it's sweet. There's uh, folks who call the area the bones of the mother as well, but it's uh, no matter what it's called, this has always been an extremely important region um, back through the ages in the um, the our First Nation with our First Nations cultures. And it is, um, when you get here, you see why the, the rivers meeting, the, um, the, the fact that the St. Lawrence is spilling 
into Lake Ontario, that it's a conduit up past Montreal and into the, the Gulf of St. Lawrence. You can see why it's so important. It's a crossroads of all of the rivers and waterways in eastern Ontario. Now, it's a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve, this whole area, too. What does that actually mean? Well, it's it's a very unique and important designation. And it's interesting um, how many people uh, from abroad uh, recognize that as a um, as unique. And what it means is, is that there is there is special geography, geology, special um, um, uh, trees, plants, all sorts of things. And the reason that it's here in the Thousand Islands is that there's this small strip of land about 50 kilometers wide that actually connects the Adirondacks in the state states with the Canadian Shield in northern Ontario. And that's one of the reasons you see these magnificent pink granite outcroppings. And it actually resembles the north a little bit. And so when you come to the area, you get this sort of odd feeling like maybe you're somewhere in Sault Ste. Marie or something, because it really is so unique. So it was uh, recognized. The Frontenac Arch Biosphere is recognized on on a world level as a unique um, biosphere. Wow. Okay, well, the place to go to get all the information on Thousand Islands is simply 1000islandstourism.com. And you can also go to the Travel Show website too, of course. But don't go away, because when we come back, we're going to be telling you how you can win a stay on your very own island in the Thousand Islands. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson, and welcome back to The Travel Show, where we're visiting the Thousand Islands region right in our backyard in southeast Ontario. It's just down the road for anyone in Toronto or Montreal. It's about a three-hour drive away. You can explore theatre, arts, culture, history, fine cuisine, outdoor adventures, and get out on the water, as people have been doing here for years. I'm joined by a, a great guy to tell us all about the region, Catherine Christensen, Executive Director for the Thousand Islands Accommodation Partners. And Catherine, let's start uh, this segment by uh, telling listeners about your contest where one lucky winner will get to enjoy their very own private island in the Thousand Islands. That's cutting right to the best part first. It's like having dessert before dinner. And why not? Like about it. Why not? We're, we're on holidays. Why not? Indeed. So we've run a contest, and we have done for a couple of years now. Um, and we actually, um, and the contest sits on our uh, web, website all the time under contests, and you just go in there and take a look, and it'll, it'll lead you right to the contest. The contest is actually an entire island all to yourself for a week. Now, that island is Sampson Island. It's just off the shores of uh, Gananoque, and we throw a few little extras in. So if you want to bring some friends, we'll uh, cater a barbecue for you and 30 of your closest friends. <laughs> 30 friends. <laughs> 30 friends. Um, right. And then we also make sure that every any winner gets to actually sample all of our wares. So helicopter ride, boat line cruise, Thousand Islands Playhouse tickets. And really, what happens, what has happened every year is once I've spoken with our winners, then we customize things. So if you're a golfer, I'm going to make sure you're golfing. Now, one young lady wanted to leap out of an airplane with a parachute on. So we did that too. Now, nobody really? else has signed up for that. But um, just to say there's, there's a variety of things to do, and this contest is meant to give a sampling of our area 
to uh, but to customize it to the winner. Sounds fantastic. So you're going to tell us how to enter the contest. Absolutely. So simply go to uh, the website thousand the number islands with an s tourism dot com. Look across the top and you'll see the word contest. Go there and you're going to find us. Well, you mentioned in the prize package that、uh, you've got two of the very best ways to see the glory of the Thousand Islands by boat and by helicopter. So, let's、uh, start by、uh, finding out a little bit more about that helicopter ride. Oh, it is such a wonderful addition to our our product line here.、Um, one of the things that it does is、um, because it's right here at the edge of Gananoque. Once your helicopter lifts up, boom. You're in the Thousand Islands. Like as soon as you're up, you're in the Thousand Islands. So the entire time you're in the air, you are having this this、um, this visual banquet of the islands and the small towns and everything that's going on. The other thing about having the helicopters in town is that they're open year-round. Now people, everybody is shocked at the idea of tourism here in the、uh, winter time, but it's it it is a beautiful spot to visit, and the helicopter ride. Imagine my eighteen hundred and sixty-four pink granite islands with no leaves on the trees, no foliage, and snow,、um, and blowing snow. So the pink rocks are standing out. The color of the ice, the different depths of the water. You see、wow. the castles. So when you do your Bolt Castle or even your Bolt Castle Singer Castle tour, you see every aspect of it. It's absolutely spectacular,、wow. and it's something people just don't think about.、Um, so they they have just added so much、um, to the product that we can offer. The other thing they do, they actually have a a, a very open attitude. So they will customize. Anything for you. If you want to take a helicopter down to the vineyards in Prince Edward County, just talk to them.、Um, there's a wonderful new tour this year where you take the helicopter. They fly you to Chafee's Locks on the beautiful Rideau Canal, and at the Rideau Canal, you're met with an outfitter who、uh, sets you up with cycling for half a day, kayaking for another half a day, and. Nestled in between a beautiful gourmet picnic lunch from Wendy's Mobile Market, all locally sourced food.、Uh, the the addition of the helicopters is the the biggest turn we've had in years here in in the Thousand Islands. Wow, that does sound pretty spectacular. But also spectacular, of course, is cruising amongst the Thousand Islands. It, it is the number one mode of conveyance, and should be for seeing the islands. You're right on the water. You get up close and personal. Gananoque Boatline makes sure that、um, you can you you get right beside the islands. They have audio that you can、um, so you know exactly what you're seeing. You get the history of Millionaire's Row. You get the history of Zavacon Island. You get the history of Bolt Castle. You see the、um, statue of Saint Lawrence. They take you under both spans, so the American span of the International Bridge and then the Canadian span. It's a phenomenal tour, and actually,、um, for anyone who has friends or relatives visiting from overseas, if they don't speak English or understand English very well, the Gananoque Boatline has individual headsets so that they can choose the language they want, and only they hear it, so they get current information、mm. on everything they're seeing.
Well, and you were mentioning the history, and of course the whole region of the Thousand Islands is so rich with, with history. Um, it was a playground, of course, of the rich and famous, right, right back at the turn of the, uh, the 20th century. Yes, the last century. Yeah. And it was, it was quite a thing for folks to come up from Philadelphia, New York, and Boston and build these um, cottages. And I'm making a quotation mark symbol with my fingers now <laughs> because if these are cottages, I don't know what, but they're really <laughs> castles, but they called them cottages. And all sorts of people would come. There's actually a, a, a piece of the, um, of the channel on the American side they actually called Millionaire's Row. And I think maybe in, in this climate of real estate prices, perhaps it's actually Billionaire's <laughs> Row. But um, it's not just seeing the, these phenomenal, unique cottages, but it's getting a little bit of the history of each of them. So you feel, you, you really get a personalized tour. It's lovely. Wow. Is there a, a museum or something to, where you can learn more about the history of the region? now have two museums side by side in Gananoque, and they're right beside the Gananoque boat line docks. So the Arthur Child Museum has been with us for a number of years. They do a phenomenal job of the history of the Thousand Islands. But next door, a new museum is opened, and it is the Thousand Islands Boat Museum. So these folks have, they have developed a program that really involves the kids, and it involves the actual history, and it's specifically targeted towards the water and boating. Last year, they had a group of, I think they were grade 7 students, and they built a St. Lawrence skiff. I mean, an actual, authentic St. Lawrence skiff. And, it, I mean, they launched it, and it's a gorgeous thing, and you can go through all their various assorted buildings, and they've got boats and motors, and then they've got kids working, and they've built these fabulous new docks as well, right off the, uh, right in front of the Arthur Child and the Thousand Islands Boat Museum. A beautiful, beautiful addition to our waterfront. Mm. And now we're talking about the waters, so we, we've got to touch briefly at least on the Rideau Canal, which is Ontario's only UNESCO World Heritage Site. It's a phenomenal um, attraction, the Rideau Canal. So the Rideau Canal runs from Kingston to Ottawa, and there it, it's it's got 47 uh, locks on it and 24 lock stations, and each one of them has something particular, uh, unique to offer. And it is, for the most part, I think, except for two of the locks, it's still actually cranked and operated exactly as it was in 1832 when it opened. It's a very... Um, it's living history. It's a phenomenal place to stop. And it's not just, oh, the kids are going to love to crank it. I have never met anybody who didn't want to grab that crank and help open <laughs> those massive gates. It's phenomenal. I remember once we did the the travel show together on location from the banks of the, uh, the Rideau Canal. And it was. It was just a magical location to, to watch the swans go by and the boats go by and the locks open. And everybody has this this attitude it's like they take off their they take off their their urban skin yeah. and they get into that relaxed oh i'm dressed enough and i'm going fast enough sort of mode it's <laughs> it's wonderful and along uh, the Rideau canal there's lots of beautiful small villages lots of outfitters um opportunities to rent houseboats to rent to uh hire um somebody who'll uh take you out for the day in a boat little bakeries little towns it's 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 a lovely adventure 
Wow. Okay, the website again to find out all about this is 1000, that's in numbers, 1000 Islands with an S, tourism.com. Now, we're going to take a very quick break and change into something nice to wear, perhaps, because after this break, we're going to be going to the theatre. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. This week, we're featuring a gorgeous part of southeast Ontario, the Thousand Islands. So gorgeous, in fact, that it's recognized as a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve. This is an area of pristine, unspoiled nature right on our doorstep. We've already discovered the fascinating history of the area, including the neighboring Rideau Canal, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And Genonokwe, the heart of the Thousand Islands, has been a mecca for summer visitors for over a century with vibrant cultural offerings, including the renowned Thousand Islands Playhouse. I'm joined on this show by my good friend Catherine Christensen, Executive Director for the Thousand Islands Accommodation Partners. And Catherine, let's talk about the Thousand Islands Playhouse, because it's a real jewel in the crown, isn't it? The Playhouse is very, very dear to my heart, and I am going to make this a little bit personal. Um, the Playhouse was started in 1982 by uh, Greg Wanless and Mo Bach and myself. And um, there was also another 13 people that were involved. Some of them were Queen students, and for the most part they were. And we went into this old um, boathouse canoe club and renovated it, and it was all done on a spit and a prayer. And now... 30-odd years later, this is one of the top theaters in Ontario, not just summer theaters, because they now they've added the second space, and it runs year-round. It's unique. It's professional. It's an equity theater. It's an absolute... It's It has a piece of my heart, and it is what makes this area so unique. It's interesting that once the theater started and and got legs, because it was a bit wobbly to start with, but once it got legs, what it did was it created this... this, this, cultural hub in this area. Now I see there there are so many musicians and there are so many fine artists and craftspeople in the area. And I, I think it all has stemmed from the fact that um, um, Greg and Mo recognized that this could be a viable place for artists to live, to live a life and to do their art. It's a spectacular building and organization. Wow, you must feel so proud to have been such a fundamental part of it. It was wonderful. I actually, my claim to fame is having installed the plumbing in the men's <laughs> washroom in 1982, <laughs> just before we opened. And I believe it's not leaked, so that's pretty good. Well, that's something certainly to be feel proud about. <laughs> I know, I know. I tell the story all the time. It's so, but you know, the, 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 atmosphere, the ambience, everything about it is wonderful, it is. and it's very summer theater. It's um, lovely. In, in the summertime, but when you get inside, and the production values, and the caliber of actors, it's absolutely phenomenal. It really is, and of course, an incredible uh, program for, for this summer. Have you got one or two plums you can pick out for us? Absolutely, and I have to say, the very first one that I want to talk about is Assassinating Thompson, which is opening in a few days' time, and this is a, the, the reason I talk about it is it's very 
Canadian play. So it's it's a gentleman's story, and um, he's he's actually uh, uh, sight impaired, and it's he tells the story of Tom Thompson, the um, not quite uh, the I guess he was the almost a group of seven. <laughs> well, he started the group of seven, but he was never in the group of yeah. seven. Uh, oddly enough, but it's a, it's a beautiful blend of uh, theater and fine art and storytelling all you know blended into one and they'll be um presenting it at the fire hall theater and it actually starts oh it's i guess it's starting today so um this is this is going to be phenomenal theater and i can't wait to see it um other shows they've got uh, they always put a big musical into the summer and it's on the big stage and this year it's into the woods and i think a lot of people recognize this from broadway it's been on broadway for years and also there was a film done of it with uh, merle streep in it and it's a um it's sort of a, a twist on um, a fairy tale, and it's a musical, and it's a romp. It's really, really fun. <laughs> and that's on until August 13th. That's correct, yep, and it'll be starting uh, in two weeks' time. Right. Wow, and, and lots more, of course, productions that take us right the way through to the fall. Absolutely, and folks should go to the website and take a look at what are, some of those shows are. There's some fabulous shows, um, uh, In a Blue Moon um, and Dusting. The, there's, there's a number of them, but I think the most important thing about the theater is I can name off the plays, and people may or may not remember them, but what I would hope they would take away is that this is a professional theater company, and it is in the most unique and small and um, uh, uh, outdoor setting, but you're going to get the same quality of theater that you would get at the Centaur or the Canadian Stage or um, Shaw and Stratford. Like, it's, it's a, um, a world class production facility uh they bring the very best of everybody right from their designers to their to their actors to the directors it's it's a phenomenal theater and in such a, a magical location too absolutely um when when you have your glass of wine and you're standing on the top balcony looking at the moonlight dappling on the shores of the st lawrence and the the sailboats bobbing on on the waves it's 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 hard to go back inside yep absolutely <laughs> now of course you have festivals galore happening in the thousand islands uh, over the summer days uh, tell us uh, about one or two of those perhaps you'd be hard pressed to find a weekend where there wasn't something on i i'm gonna i'm gonna t- take a chance and say that we have something every weekend from now until after thanksgiving there are pirate days there's gourmets there's a big bass classic and challenge coming this weekend um uh, jamming in the islands lots of music we've got this incredible connection with um the ottawa blues fest where we're part of their small hole series so we will be having um uh, musicians that'll be coming into all the small halls in eastern ontario so the chafee's locks and into lindhurst and into Sealy's bay and they bring excellent musicians and they do a fabulous job of promoting us to the outside world as a musical destination the other, the other thing I'd be remiss to not mention is Thursday evenings in Gananoque are spectacular. Our farmer's market is on. 
they always bring musicians in for the farmer's market. Then in the town hall park where the farmer's market is, there's Thursday evening swing time, jazz, that sort of thing. And then Friday evenings down at Joelstone Heritage Park, they've got a beautiful amphitheater that looks out over the water. They bring entertainment in every Friday and Saturday starting July 22nd, um, right through till Labor Day. So here's the kicker is it's all free. <laughs> okay, look, we're, we're all down. persuaded. We're all coming down. <laughs> we need a place to lay our heads. Uh, oh. is there, are, are there accommodation options and, uh, and places to eat out? Fabulous. Nine amazing hotels and inns in the area. And then the grand old dame mm. of our, all of our hotels is the Gananoque Inn and Spa. And I think you've been to the I, 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 that was the first place I went to and uh, I went to the Thousand Islands for the very first time ooh, centuries ago <laughs> <laughs> I know they're, it's wonderful they're an old hotel they're, they're classic is what they are they've got a beautiful dining room that overlooks oh, the, the, the watermark yes yes the watermark and from uh, many of the hotels you, you can basically walk to the major attractions so you look at the boat lines docking facilities mm. from your when you're having your breakfast at the Gananoque Inn, and um, there are a number of wonderful places to eat in Gananoque, including uh, the Wheel and Anchor, a new restaurant at the Quality Inn. Um, the, the Provincial has got a restaurant as well. Glen House is known for its prime rib, and there's a number of downtown restaurants uh, that are getting recognition really from so many people across the right across the board we're we're hosting a lot of travel writers and uh, uh, folks like yourself who are trying the different restaurants and really enjoying them purple house has got an outdoor pizza oven the lineups are ridiculous to get in there for their pizza. <laughs> Riva is a new um, Italian restaurant. Um, the Gan Brewery, we now actually have a fellow that makes our beer, and he makes it with grain that is grown organically just north of town, and it's quite an amazing com- combination. Then if you want uh, the best cup of coffee, this side of the Pecos, you just amble into the socialist pig, and Shannon will make you a cup of coffee that'll that'll make you think life's good. You heard it here, folks, the socialist pig. <laughs> exactly. Do go to the, the website, 1000islandstourism.com. Get in to see that big contest. You've got to enter that great contest to, uh, to stay on your own private island getaway. Uh, but right now, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to limber up and practice our backstroke because in the last segment of the show, we're going to be getting out on the water to enjoy this beautiful part of eastern Ontario. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show where we're exploring the Thousand Islands in southeastern Ontario. Easy to get to from both Montreal and Toronto, the Thousand Islands represents glorious wilderness that also offers magnificent access to the water and water-based activities, of course, such as sightseeing cruises, paddling, fishing and even scuba diving. Our lifeguard for this segment of the show is going to be Catherine Christensen, Executive Director for the Thousand Islands Accommodation Partners. And you're living the life, Catherine. You're right on the water as we speak. I'm actually just sitting here looking at my little river, the Gananoque River, which flows down into Gananoque and actually comes into the St. Lawrence right 
between, it, it sort of splits the Gananoque Inn and the Gananoque boat line. So on one side you, is the boat cruise and the other side is the hotel. Sometimes I kayak into town to get chips from the chip truck. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I've got this mental image now of exactly that. But I mean, this is the place to to embrace the outdoors with with fishing and cycling and golfing and kayaking and and so much more. Let, let's start with the paddling because it, it must be a paddler's paradise. It absolutely is. And there's a gentleman named Scott Ewart who started the Thousand Islands Kayaking Company a number of years ago. He has done a phenomenal job, not only of uh, developing his tours, which um, you can do guided tours or you can do um, uh, self-guided tours. He has created routes as well through the island. So if you choose to do a self-guided tour, you are not going to get lost out there in those 1,864 islands. He's going to show you where to go, which ones are the government islands. There's 27 government islands that everybody is welcome to tie up at or to pull up on. And in right off Gananoque in the Admiralty Islands, there's a number of them, including my personal favorite, which is Mermaid Island. And Scott's Kayaking Outfitting Company will make sure that even somebody who is entering level can enjoy that right on the water experience and really get up close and personal to the Thousand Islands. Mm. That, that sounds absolutely what I would love to do next time I'm down your way. Perfect. We are going to get you out on a kayak and um, I think maybe we'll do the guided tour because you're a little bit of an explorer. <laughs> you might end up up in Montreal or something. You know me far <laughs> too well, Catherine. <laughs> Now, one thing you'll not get me out on, because I am so absolutely hopeless at it, is, is the golf course. But there are plenty of, of challenges for golfers out there. There are so many ways for you to humiliate yourself in this area, Chris. It's just crazy. My absolute favorite is Smuggler's Glen, and that is a world-class golf course that uh, Dave Seal and his family created a number of years ago. And they cut that golf course right into that pink granite of the front neck arch, and it is spectacular. Because it's also north of the uh, of the parkway, it's quite wild around the edges. One of the nice things when you're out there humiliating yourself. Yes. <laughs> <In> the, <laughs> That's no other way of putting it. Walk, yeah, a good walk spoiled. Um, you, you're going to see a lot of nature. There's mm. going to be a, a deer and rabbits and, and coons and everything you can think of. It's quite um, an amazing walk, even if you're golfing. Um, now, if you have more patience than, than I generally have, of course, this is also a lovely area for fishing. Fishing is uh, making a huge comeback right now. This, the, the reason that we have tourism in this area, it all started with fishing. Because back when the folks were coming up, the rich and the famous were coming up and building their cottages, what they did during the day was they would go out and they would fish in their St. Lawrence skiff and they would bring a shore breakfast or shore lunch from the kitchen of the cottage. And they would catch their fish and then there was this, this actual uh, shore lunch that it has specific items in it like um, baked beans and potatoes done a certain way and biscuits done a certain way. That's how it all started. And now... We have guides. We have folks that are available to take you out. Um, there's lots of places to launch your boat if you come on your own. And we even have a number of phenomenal fishing tournaments, one of which is happening this very weekend, a massive bass tournament that is a live release tournament. So um, last year, I believe they had 149 fish caught, and they only had one fatality. 
<laughs> For all you fish lovers out there, that's obviously very good news. <laughs> Absolutely, and that fatality was yummy. <laughs> Okay, how about hiking? This is this is more my line of work. <laughs> Hiking's amazing. Um, the Thousand Islands Parkway uh, is a road that runs from Gananoquay to Brockville, and it hugs the shore of the St. Lawrence River with the Thousand Islands and dotted along it. So there is a bike path that runs from Gananoquay all the way to Brockville. So 47 kilometers worth of uh, bike path that is completely separate from the road. So the cycling is absolutely phenomenal. And we actually even rent cycles now from a visitor center at um, the east gates of Gananoquay. But how that segues into hiking is that along this bike path, there are a number of wilderness trails that you can take. So you can go into Landon's Bay and go for a hike. You can go down to Brown's Bay. You can go for a hike. Also, on the riverside of the parkway, a number of little parkettes with beautiful beaches. So you're riding your bike. You lean it up against a tree, you jump in the river for a little swim, and back out you come. Lots of little marinas with restaurants as well, places to fuel up as you're going along. So it doesn't have to be the Tour de France here. You can just take a leisurely ride. The beauty of that bike path is that you are completely off the road. It's a wide, paved and divided bike path. So there's a line down the center. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. If you had little children and you wanted to go for a bike ride, for the most part, you don't want to take them even on a paved shoulder. It's just too scary. But here it's just so safe. It's it's and it's gorgeous because you're riding along and there's the Thousand Islands just over to your right. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, and, of course, somewhat surprisingly, perhaps, but for some very good reasons, this is fabulous freshwater scuba diving territory. Oh, without a doubt. And as you get down near the Mallory Town area along the parkway, so it's about uh, three-quarters of the way down to Brockville, and in the city of Brockville, they have made huge strides in scuba diving. And one of the reasons is those pesky little zebra mussels mm-hmm. we were all so worried about years ago actually cleaned the water up. But they they haven't taken over because as they clean the water, then their food disappears. So they've reached an equilibrium, but the equilibrium has actually given the divers a lot more visibility. And as we all know, there are some wrecks out in the Thousand Islands, um, some ancient wrecks, and they are perfect scuba diving um, destinations. Wow, well, lovely. And, of course, you've got to get out on the water on, on the boats and on the, uh, on the cruises as well. Seriously, 300,000 people a year choose to go on the Gananoque boat line and wow. see the Thousand Islands. Those many people can't be wrong. It is, it is the, um, it's the simplest and most relaxing and spectacular way to see the islands. When you take the two-and-a-half-hour cruise out of Gananoque, you see 1,200 of those 1,864 <laughs> islands. It's crazy. And the fall must be a perfect time to do that, too. Well, Mother Nature puts on a show here, as she does in much of Ontario and in Quebec. And But what I find is when you get out on the water and all of those, those reds and oranges and yellows are sparkling into the water, you know how the water gets that crazy blue color in the fall because the air is cleaner. And then you see it's it's... 
if, if you like photography, that's the time to come and take oh, pictures here. Beautiful. Look, before we go, you have yes. got to tell our listeners again about this uh, contest because it's <laughs> that would be such a perfect way to see the Thousand Islands. <laughs> I, I have never had a sorry winner. I'll tell you that <laughs> because what they get is they get an entire island. It's got a cottage on it with three bedrooms. There's two beaches, a fire pit. There's a little bunkie. It's, it's a fisherman's cottage, so it's rustic. It's unpretentious. It's close enough to town that you can nip back and forth and go to the theater to use your theater tickets. You can come to shore and then come up to the helicopter and have a ride. Or you can just have your friends come over and we'll make sure and cater a lovely barbecue for you. It's, it's a perfect place to just unwind and you get the entire island to yourself for a week. <sighs> Well, the website for the Thousand Islands region is 1000 in numbers, 1000islandstourism.com. Go there and check out that wonderful competition. I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> you should. Also, go to the Travel Show website where we've collected all of this uh, details to, uh, together for you to plan your perfect trip to this glorious part of southeastern Ontario, plus pages and pages of detailed background information on the destination as well. Thank you, Catherine, for being the perfect guide once again. Thank you so much for having me. I am so glad I have this opportunity to let your listeners know about some of our attributes. But as you've said several times, the very best thing to do is to go to our website and take a look at the coming events and what the different uh, um, attractions have to offer for that weekend. There could be extra music. There could be extra shows. There could be uh, any number of things happening in and about our our beautiful little piece of paradise <laughs> thank you thank you and i i will uh, be sure to invite you onto my private island when i win the competition <laughs> <laughs> join us next week for another travel experience on the chris robinson travel show but till then goodbye and cheerio from the chris robinson travel show <laughs>